Welcome to the Stellar Labs podcast, Future Learning Today. At Stellar Labs, our mission is to bust the technology skills crunch with effective, measurable, engaging training. We consult on, design, and deliver the technical and people skills and competencies you need in business. In these podcasts, you'll hear from industry experts and practitioners from the worlds of technology and training. They'll share their experience, insights, and inspiration, and their visions for the future with you. Keep listening to start your future learning here today. Hello, and welcome back to the Stellar Labs podcast. Today, we're taking a bit of a break from tradition. And rather than interviewing somebody in business or in the learning profession, we're actually going to interview a genuine learner. So I'd like to introduce you to Julie Dellum, who is a veterinary student in her third year at the University of Antwerp. Hi, Julie. How are you? Hi, I'm fine. Thank you. How are you? (laughs) I'm very well, thank you. Julie, it's really lovely to have you on the podcast today because um, you as a a learner, I know you've had some, struggled a little bit recently with some learning, um, but understanding a bit more about the learning process has really helped you. Yeah, I was like, I had a lot of stress up front for the exams that are coming because I had like big books to study. So I really needed some tips to like make my life a little bit easier at the moment. Okay. So tell us a little bit about some of the challenges you had in terms of studying, what it felt like and, and what you were actually struggling with. They were like, all of our teachers were always like, you need to like read stuff over and over and over again. And then they're like, you will know it eventually rather than understanding what what everything is all about so I find it hard because I didn't make any connections between one chapter or another because our teachers were like just learn and then reformulate on an exam paper but for me it was like <laughs> oh my god <laughs> a lot so it's of almost ones. like the question was almost you know how do I learn you didn't know how to learn and they were just suggesting you you just read in order to learn yeah, or I would like rewrite my entire like course, which would take a lot of time. And then a few days before the exam, I was like, I can't get this all in my head in like these two days spam. So I really needed to change my learning habits. Okay. And I know you said that you had been doing some um, some studying, but kind of with your fellow students but that perhaps sounded like that wasn't perfect for you either. So tell us a little bit about those those Skype calls you were having. Yeah, we would like leave our camera on, but the sound off. And then when anybody had a question, like then we could answer. But like when I saw someone else study, they didn't take any breaks. So I felt the need to keep studying. And then I would like get really tired and skip pages or do half the work and then it just gave me a lot of stress because everyone's like, okay, I will study until like 12 in the evening. And then I was like, oh God, I need to keep up with them in order to like feel validated and like, okay, I've done enough for the day. But that was like stress on stress. So I didn't sleep very well. So it gave me more stress than, <laughs> than it should have. Yeah. Okay, so we're already hearing that you weren't able to make connections between different 
elements that was difficult and then you you were stressed which we know is really bad for learning and then also not sleeping is is um you know that's not great for for learning either so definitely had some challenges and then the yeah the sort of the peer pressure of having to be seen to having to be seen to learn but actually not really knowing what learning felt like or looked like and having no in, no clear instructions about how to learn no because everybody has a different way to study things so when I was like doing my thing and then someone else is doing their thing it works for them but for me then it was like okay this isn't working so it's hard to find like a way to yeah also connect with other students because when I would tell them like I'm drawing this and that then they would see my notes they didn't understand because for them it was like reading Chinese and then I was like okay maybe not Skyping all the time just so that I can get some me time so I would understand just what I'm doing. Okay, so there's that kind of peer pressure of kind of what other people are doing might, might you know, they might be thinking about what you're doing is not right or you're thinking that you're not doing it right. Yeah, there's all sorts of peer pressure going on there, isn't there? Okay, all right. So you and I ended up having, um, well, I thought it was a really enjoyable conversation. I enjoyed working with you. <laughs> um, and you know, you you were sort of asking if, you know, I could come up with some ideas for you. But I think what I started doing really was by asking you what you actually liked learning. What was it about what you were doing in your studies that you liked learning? Yeah, it's just like I really like the practical side also of things, but I like drawing in my free time. So when I had courses that were like, OK, really anatomical but like the drawing aspect of it like we draw muscles and veins and all that stuff and then I would really enjoy it but when like I had a course where like pure theoretical then I struggled because I was like okay how am I going to reproduce this when I'm not enjoying anything of it so then the link that you made with drawing then made it a lot more fun for me to to learn it because I like okay I'm going to draw bacteria and then that's then I would recognize it when I saw a word or a question on the exam like okay that's my bacteria and then I could draw it again and then that was a lot more fun for me than just reading lots of text every time and I think you did show me one of your pictures of bacteria and I've still you know I can't remember it exactly but I can still remember seeing that picture the you know the the cute little bacteria So that's really easy for things like bacteria and for things like muscles and things. But I think you then started looking at more um, text-based stuff, didn't you? And thinking about how could you capture that in a visual way. So what were you doing there? Yeah, I would like, for example, we had to study like food in general and then like bacteria or some kind of diseases in food. But like, how do I draw this one? Because it was like 50 pages of one chapter. And then I would, I would draw an apple just to represent food. And then when it came to diseases, I would just like draw a worm in the apple so that I could like, okay, this is the normal way food is supposed to be. And when there's a worm, that's everything bad with it. So that helped for me for like big things. I was just like the main thing that a lot of pages had in common. Then I would like form a drawing of that. And then reconstruct the text around it. Okay, so it helped you make more connections between the things on the pages that were the same. That yeah, was doing. Okay, all right. So you so you kind of got the idea of drawing. Did you do anything? Did you do anything else? Yeah, I would like different words that would be the same throughout, like different chapters. I would make it one color. 
So when I read it, I was like, okay, I saw this color a few pages back and then in the exam, then I would like, okay, that was all blue. So when I wrote the answer down, I was like, okay, I need to write everything that was blue in different chapters. And that was like my highest point that I ever got on an exam. So <laughs> it did help. <laughs> so you so you effectively color coded the chapters. And then when you were trying in the exam, when you were trying to recall it, you were thinking what was in that blue chapter. And just that, just knowing it was blue helped you to, to recall it. Because it ga- I guess it gives you a lot more, it gives you more hooks, doesn't it? If you know something's blue as opposed to black, which is perhaps more ordinary in terms of text, it gives you more hooks. That's really interesting. And you did really well on that exam. Because I was really stressed about it because I had one day for it. So when I was like the the evening up front, I was like, okay, I'm going to just main words that are important for like making combinations for like the way a nerve goes to the front front of the brain to a different organ or something. Like, okay, that all in one color. So when they ask a question about the eye and how everything works in the brain, I'm like, okay, that was all that color. So it was more easy to make links than just like, okay, that was on that page in that long text, because then I would forget everything. And then I was like, I had an answer of like two sentences and now I had one of like probably 25. Wow. Okay. So the amount of the, the, the quantity and the quality of what you're remembering was better just by using color. Yeah. <laughs> That's really interesting. And now I, I'm sure for different people, different things work. You said for your fellow students, some other people found other things work. From your friends and colleagues, have they suggested any ideas that you know you think might be helpful for other learners? Yeah, what they said was like, put post-its up from like things you find difficult to remember. So I tried it because we had to like make links between different parts of the brains. And then I found it really hard to just keep remembering. So I put post-its up and then when you're just sitting at your desk or walking around your room, then you see that constantly. And then whether you know it or not, your brain like knows, okay, that was there in your room and you walked past it a couple of times. So that was a tip I got and that helped really well. So in the exam was like, okay, you know this, (laughs) you looked at it (laughs) multiple times. And then we're just breathing and then, okay, calming down and you will remember it eventually. Okay. So I think there's a couple of things in there, aren't there? The, the post-its are there all the time. So there's quite a lot of repetition. You keep seeing them. But then because you knew you'd seen them, that gave you the, the confidence to think you know this. And as you said, you, you breathe, which reduces your um, levels of stress hormones and and reduces your heart rate and actually helps you to think more clearly anyway so even if even if it wasn't true just the belief that you could remember it helped yeah because like uh last year when I had a lot of stress I tended to hold my breath during an exam just like because I was so stressed like oh my god and then just panic and then I sometimes just forget to breathe and I was like okay calm down you've seen this so just or do another question so that your brain is doing something else. So it leaves the stress behind. And then when everything is done, come back to the question and then try it again. So we definitely recommend breathing during exams then. Yeah. <laughs> Don't try to hold it. 
<laughs> no, but it is true when we feel stressed, don't we? We do tend to sort of hold our breath and hold our bodies very tense as well so the breath can't get in and out easily. So, yes, okay. So, so that's definitely a useful tip for people. Remember to breathe. But also to go back, you know, leave something. If it feels really stressful for now, come back to it. It's okay. You can come back to it later when, you've, when you feel less nervous or stressed about it. Yeah, it also gives you a lot more confidence when you just do questions that you know you can do well. Then you build up some confidence when you get into the harder questions like, okay, the rest went well. This shouldn't be as hard. So okay, I did so that's it a lot. really sensible. So you, you dealt with the, the questions you knew you could answer. You dealt with those first. first. Yeah. So it sounds like now you've actually got quite a lot of strategies, different strategies for learning relatively successfully. Yeah, but I also find it a lot more fun than I did <laughs> a couple of ah. months ago. So <laughs> it isn't, a, yeah, people say, and how can you find studying fun? And I was like, yeah, well, I combine it with something that I love to do. So it isn't as hard to put myself to it. And probably when you are studying, you're probably engaging with it more just because you're interested in it. Yeah. Because what, what you're studying effectively is really interesting, isn't it? I mean, you know, I'm sure learning anatomy and learning, you know, about all the diseases and things in animals, I'm sure that's the content is really interesting. I think what you were struggling with was the way it was presented to you in these enormous pages of lots of text. Yeah, because our teachers are like, they know what they're talking about. But for us, it's all new. But when they give us like 20 pages of one thing, then we were like, how the hell am I gonna learn this but like combining it with something that I love and then it it's you can divide it in like shorter blocks of text and then it's a lot less hard to go through so yeah so that chunking it into small pieces that you can then manage is really important too you're coming up with so many useful tips here I think if anybody's listening to this they're going to go away with all kinds of different ideas it's really useful hopefully it's it's useful I would like to help other people because I found it a very helpful, especially when I was like stressing so hard that I was like, okay, I'm not going to do my exams this year. Okay. Well, that would have been, that would have been a pity, wouldn't it? Especially as you'd done a lot of the work. Um, I know you also said that, you know, you starting your studying sort of as Corona was hitting. So there was a lot of, um, you know, you were in solitary confinement effectively. Um, and you had this Skype idea, but as, um, as Corona, as the, the sort of here in Belgium, the lockdown was beginning to ease. What else did you do with your colleagues, your friends? Like my best friend, he doesn't understand. He does understand it, but it's not like his his field or anything. So I would like just randomly tell him something like, "Well, I learned this thing," and I would like explain it till he understood it. And then later on, when I came home, I was like, "Okay, well, that's embedded in my brain now." Because you can explain to others or we had to learn different things in food. And then in my free time, I would like read the back of, I don't know, the ingredient list of chips or something. Just saying, OK, that's in it. And then trying to recall like, OK, that meant that and that is for that. So that helps. So just trying to randomly train your brain like, did you remember this? We learned this yesterday. <laughs> or like explain it to my parents. So yeah, so explaining things to somebody else is a really, really good way to, to help learn things for yourself. But I like the way that you talked about, you know, maybe looking at packets of food to help you sort of, to, I guess, to link it to the to reality. Yeah, because like then you can touch something that you've learned. 
it makes it a lot more real and close to home than just some text that you get from any sort of teacher. Okay. So, yeah, even more strategies. So um, I know you did your exams and you were more confident going into them and you've said you remembered to breathe. Anything else you can tell us about sort of, you know, the, the experience of doing the exams, how that was? Yeah, it was just like when I got in the room last year, I would more like I could cry when I before I even sat down. And now I was like, OK, then we were waiting in line and then when somebody asks questions, normally I would totally freak out, like, don't ask me anything because I probably wouldn't know. And I was like, they would ask me something and then I would try to to answer them. So that was a lot less stressful for me. And then when I would sit down, I would be like more calm, like, okay, I got this. <laughs> this is something that I know. And then my studying was so much better than the last time I did this. So it must work this time. So it just felt more easy to go into the room than than the previous exams. Okay. And do you think, how well do you think if you were to have to record, how long ago is it since you did the exam? About two or three weeks? Yeah, two weeks. Maybe more. Two weeks. So how how well do you think that information is still in your brain? Well, they ask questions before and sometimes when like somebody, a friend of mine ate something that was already like over time and then we would like laugh about it like oh no you're gonna get this disease and then we would joke like how much we still know so now when I see something in, in the fridge I'm like you need to be careful with that because that can happen or like something was on tv because we have like this program about vets in in their masters and they were doing a test and I was like to my mother friend oh I learned this <laughs> a month ago then she's like, oh, you still remember because normally it's like in and out after an exam. And now I'm like, OK, yeah, you need to do that and that. And then the animal respond like that. So it's more embedded than than before. OK, so it sounds like it's more embedded anyway, because you were probably more relaxed and you were enjoying it. And you had multiple different ways to access that and to work with that information. And then having had the exams now, you're even actively looking for for ways almost to kind of boost your own and then to continue your own learning. Yeah, because I, I always found it very like yeah, sad that I would forget something because like I need this for the rest of my life. But now I'm like, I still have my drawings from like my first exam and then sometimes they're on my desk. I would like go through them also because I like my drawings. So like I'm going to look at them again. <laughs> Yeah, you can frame them, frame them and have them up on the wall. Yeah, <laughs> but like I recall then the information that I learned and I find it fun to know that I remember everything. That's great. That's really good. So we're coming to the end of the podcast. So tell me how you did in your exams this year. Yeah, very well. When I started this year, because I didn't do very well last year, I had to like... Um, earn 60% of my points this year and I made it through normally I was scared because like when I started the second semester I was like okay I need to like earn all my points back in order to to finish this year and before the strategies I was like I'm not gonna make it and now I had an email that I made it through and I'm I'm going to next year so so I'm very happy about it 
That's great. That's really good. It's really, really nice to know that you, you know, you, you A, enjoyed the learning journey, which, you know, and now you've got the results that will actually enable you to continue this, this learning journey. Because I think you're very passionate about what you're, you're doing, aren't you? Yeah, but I'm like a very practical thinker. So I struggled with that a lot, especially last year, because it was all like theoretical courses. And now with this new strategy, I'm like, everything goes a lot better. My grades were better. I'm like, my exams were less hard. My friends knew that I was less stressed when I got into an exam. And now, yeah, now that I can go to my my final year, my bachelor, I'm just really, really grateful that all went well. That's great. It's really lovely to hear this, this very positive story from you, Julie. And, you know, all the different strategies that you, I think many of them you've probably, you know, we had a conversation, but I think many of them you've kind of developed and evolved for yourself, which is perfect i think that's really good well the conversation we had was a good starting point because i like didn't know where to begin and then like as i get on with the drawings i was like okay maybe i can add this to it and then add this to it and then just like my friends or their tips like breeding and just reading stuff on your wall and then the combination of that just got me through <laughs> through this exam period well, well done, Julie. It's been lovely to hear from you. And it's, you know, so good. I'm, I'm so happy that you did well in your exams and that you're really excited about, you know, your learning for, for next year. I think that's really important. Yeah, thank you. So thank you very much, Julie. And it was a pleasure to talk to you. Yeah, same thing. <laughs> Thank you for listening to today's podcast. Please share it with your friends and colleagues and visit our website, stellalabs.eu, to learn more about what we do and how we do it. Tune into the next episode.